Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. And I'm Long Dong Silvers. And Long Dong Sil- Long Dong, god damn it. <laughs> Thanks for being here tonight, because um, Ryan couldn't make it. Uh, yes, he had something. He had something, he texted me and said he had something better to do. So uh, I appreciate you filling in on such short notice, Mr. Long Dong. Thank you. And has anyone has ever... Yes, yeah, no, he's he's mentioned that That's a couple times. Yes. Yeah, I mean that and we've met mul- multiple times. You've Now met. whether she'll re- whether she'll remember that or not is is yeah. <laughs> She might. I mean, she was highly afraid of you. She's like yes. get that strange man away from me. And to be fair, with good reason. <laughs> yeah. Jake's like, not this... allowed near schools. This guy looks like he owns all three. This guy looks like he might impulsively buy a PlayStation Portal for no reason. This man looks like he molests children. Uh, you know. <laughs> Didn't have to go there, Mr. Long Dong. Funny that you have a name like that, and yet I am accused of being a pedophile. He's <laughs> uh, in the Witness Protection Act. Don't believe it. He's in the Witness Protection Act. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, who is? I, you, who are we talking? Uh, I am. Even your real what? name? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck it! This doesn't make any sense anymore. Anyways, um... <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is when we both halfway commit to a bit only to watch it completely go sideways within the first 12 seconds. And you're just trying to find a way to bail out of it. You know, I thought I had something. I told Megan, I was like, I said long dong silvers, like while we were here, like maybe like 15 minutes before we got on the phone here. And uh, I was like, I'm going to introduce myself that way. And then, you know, you kind of start putting ideas together. And yeah, it disintegrated very quickly. Um, I've got another one for you. So Go. for some for some reason, um, I I was thinking if people um, that own a fleshlight, if they ever give them like a name, um, and I was trying to think of a funny name for what you would could name a fleshlight, and the best one I could come up with was Marissa Camel Tomei. Is that it? Is that anything? Oh <laughs> uh, well, I'm Marissa Tomei, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, did you have one, Megan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, Megan said Florence the Fleshlight Machine. That's oh, God damn it. That might be better. <laughs> All right. I can't come up with anything. It's really kind of gross. They call it the Fleshlight. Yeah. Um, well, it's like a flashlight, but... Yeah, that's full nobody. <laughs> Have you, you ever tried to go it. down in a basement with a flashlight? You don't see shit. <laughs> I keep shaking it, but the light doesn't turn on. <laughs> what do you put the batteries in on this thing? But I... Fuck, that's good. That's like what most people say about their flashlights. Like you go and cam you're, you're going camping and you're trying to like hang it up in the middle of the tent. <laughs> <laughs> the light won't turn on. Oh God! I uh, no, that, that's that's the flesh lantern. That's the that's for like uh, that's that's the heavy duty one. The real question is, what would the off brand be called? Oh, what would the great value flashlight be called? Yeah, beef pleasure. <laughs> God. <laughs> Sir, you are a pescatarian. You cannot be talking like that. <laughs> uh, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I'll have to come up with something better. All right, we'll circle, we'll circle back to that one later. Yeah, maybe mm. that says something about my mental health that I couldn't come up with a name for an off-brand one, but I'll be thinking about it. Trust me. It says a lot about me that I've come up with what I did. Beef oh. pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I can't top that. Everything I'm thinking of, I'm like, no, nah, not good, not good, not good. I, In comparison, I feel like we should never record this again after that. <laughs> right. Well, I'm gonna scrub all here. the rest of these from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to bleach my entire body. Uh well, Ryan, it's uh almost it's almost Christmas. Are you looking for? We're five days away, and by the time people hear this, it'll be four. Christmas will be four days from now. No, I'm Are you... not ready for Christmas. It's just a lot of running. I just want to be off, and what I want for Christmas is peace. Just peace. Uh, peace on Earth. No, good. Personal no, peace. I don't care about that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's great for everybody else. You guys can figure that out and do you. Let me do me. Let me be peace to me. I wish that it was, like, summertime. I'd go outside and have a couple of drinks and, like, listen yeah. to music. That's what I would do instead of celebrating Christmas. Christmas in Australia. <laughs> you know, my daughter, she watches a lot of Bluey, which is about a, a dog. A dog family who lives in Australia. And they covered that. They go for like Christmas swims. It's wild. Yeah, it is wild. It, it it would be incredibly weird to to live in a to grow up in a in a place, <laughs> and then the seasons be opposite when you go somewhere else. Yeah, that's on my bucket list to uh, do that at some point in time. Um, to go someplace, <laughs> go place someplace warm whenever it's cold outside. I want to go somewhere in July and be like, ooh, July is the winter. <laughs> yeah, that, that there you go. That would be great. Let's leave this perfectly warm place to go somewhere cold. Mm -hmm. I, I think that I'm, I'm uh, enjoying the cold more and more the older I get. You think so? 
Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I fucking hate sweating. You go on bikes. You ride your bike. You sweat everywhere whenever you're kicking your little legs. Yeah, but I hate it, and I hate myself. <laughs> That's so probably why. I, probably why I do this. <laughs> oh God, I hate myself because I sweat. I sweat because I hate myself. I hate myself so much. I started a podcast and put my opinions on the internet. I mean, people go. Not like, many oh. people care about our opinions. Yeah, unless um, they think it's a trash take. Because yeah, well, one of us yeah. said that they didn't like the new Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah, caught some flack for that, didn't we? <laughs> oh, well. That was, and I it was like the most. Mi- Someone got really upset, and what you said was like the most mild, like, yeah, I think there are better Ninja Turtles movies. And they're like, oh, so it's. They're... <laughs> I was like, come on. <laughs> it's probably somebody that still lives with their mother, Jake, in the basement somewhere, probably, you know, masturbating to anime porn. Hmm. Uh, do you think they got shells on their backs? Uh, they might. What if it is the Ninja Turtles? What if they're offended by it? What if it was the creator of the Ninja Turtles? What if they're mad about it? They probably are. What if it's a burner account? It's like some famous superstar. (laughs) They just spend all day scrolling through TikTok to see what people's opinions are on the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, what if it was like Denzel Washington? What if we offended Denzel Washington? Why? So, are you is in this scenario? Is Denzel Washington a fan of the Ninja Turtles, or is he just secretly involved? (laughs) Where he goes and he. Defends everything Ninja Turtles. That is admirable. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I agree. Exactly. You know what? I, I take it all back. He's doing the Lord's work there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah, why we, he's the goat. We, we appreciate you, Denzel. Thank you no doubt. so oh. much. <laughs> well, Ryan, speaking of uh speaking of people who uh probably have burner accounts but are uh unemployed from certain uh future avengers projects <laughs> uh jonathan majors is gonna be not kang anymore yeah so, he's five. not gonna be kang anymore <laughs> avengers kang dynasty is uh being changed to avengers 5 which we don't know who our avengers are if there's going to be um, more than five of them. I would... Oh, <laughs> that's going to be a wreck. Um, they're probably going to go on with Doctor Doom. Um, I don't know how you're going to write King out. It's kind of like they tied him up at the end of Loki, where they're like, yeah, there was this issue over there, but now it's gone away. Um, I think that the people at Marvel are creative enough to uh, be like, well, he uh, he's he's locked in the bathroom or something. He's not. He's Essentially, that's kind of what's going on. He is. <laughs> he is locked in that coliseum with all his variants. Yeah, and so they're just like, we. It's fine, actually. <laughs> we thought it'd be a bigger problem than it was, but turns out he's just he's stuck there forever. So he's just a guy. There could be another villain out there, maybe. <laughs> Doctor oh. Doom could be Doctor yeah. Doolittle. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it could be. Could be. Um, but be. I've heard. Is Dr. it Eddie Doom? Murphy or is it Robert Downey Jr. doing a weird British accent and of elephant farts on him or whatever happened in that 
horrible remake. Oh, God. Um, I will say that that will probably be the biggest letdown ever if they got Doctor Doom and they cast Eddie Murphy to play Doctor Doom. <laughs> no, I think it sounds like a great idea. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't I th- think so. Not that I, I don't like should. Eddie Murphy, but for that particular position, no. Who's a worse Marvel casting than Eddie Murphy? As Doctor Doom? Is anybody. Oh, um, well, you could do Oh, oh there's gotta be some someone worse. Ooh, um No, no. Um <laughs> I, no, no, Eddie wish Murphy I, takes it. I wish I was there to see the wheels spinning in your head. Oh, you could have... Um, trying to think who... No, no, I got nothing. I, I really got nothing. It seems like I'm just a one-hit wonder tonight. I come up with like a good one, and then I'm done. That's it. Oh, I thought for sure you were going to say that Long Dong Silvers was going to be a worse casting. No, Long Dong will be perfect for anything. He can right. be the love sausage in the boys, you know? You, your name. Long Dong. One of your many, one of your many aliases. <laughs> <laughs> one I'm more proud of. That and Clint yeah. Harrington. Yeah, that was, Clint Harrington was an all-timer. He's been around for, he's been around for months. <laughs> yeah, doing the damn thing. Now it's Long Dong Silvers. Yeah. We never did get, did get to meet his uh, his cousin ingrown, Clit Harrington. Oh, God. Uh, twice removed. Twice, twice removed. But like I said, he's been hanging around. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, the Last of Us Season 2 has officially been confirmed for coming out in 2025, which sounded a lot longer ago. When I read that on December the 7th. And then you're like, oh, wait, we're like a week or two away from like 2024, which blows my mind. Yeah, we're living in the future, big dog. We Um, are. I'm excited. I really like that first season. I think it's I thought it was a great adaptation and I was I was really happy about it. (laughs) Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, uh. That one episode with uh, Ron Swanson and that other dude, that was pretty good. Um, I, I kind of like that they did. Like, Neither a, of their names. <laughs> uh, like Frank and Ed or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but that was kind of fun. That, that Well, not fun, but that was like a episode that kind of gave you a breather there for a little bit. Um, though it happened very quickly. The writing on there is very good. I guess is what I'm um, trying to say. Nick Offerman and Murray Bartlett. <laughs> yeah, I know you had to look up Murray Bartlett. Yeah, I was I because <laughs> I like that we introduced them. One is a character's name from a different show, and that other guy. And then I was like, well, shit, what is his name? Because I rem- remember him as the uh, the guy from White Lotus season one that took a deuce in somebody's luggage and then got shot. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I think the name, the other dude's probably a better name for him instead of dude who took a deuce. <laughs> dude who took a deuce. <laughs> dude who took a deuce and got killed for it. Ron right. Swanson and the dude who took a deuce. It was a beautiful, beautiful love story. God. 
created that suitcase with love. <laughs> so yeah, I'm. I, I figured it would take. It seemed like they're they're trying to space this out because whenever Last of Us Part Three, the game comes out, I am assuming that they want this anything that they're doing in the TV show. I don't know if there's going to be any sort of crossover by the time we get to that point. How long that game's been in development because they haven't really officially announced it, but they've had this fascinating back and forth where Neil Druckmann, who made wrote the for the games and did writing on the show and Neil Neil Gaiman who is the um co-creator of the TV show they both they seem to really enjoy kind of crossing over into each other's worlds but whenever they sit down to do an interview they both will just spill information that they're probably not supposed to <laughs> about the other person's industry that they're familiar with so Neil Gaiman was like yeah he started basically announced that they were making a last of us part three, which they had not never said that they were going to do before. <laughs> Surprise motherfucker. And I think Neil Druckmann basically was like, yeah, this is what's going to happen in season two. And they were just like, what are you doing? <laughs> <Getting> it? Uh, <laughs> wow. Fascinating. I, I love that. They're, they're obviously very passionate about this, but it's very funny when you get a video game guy, working in TV and a TV guy suddenly talking about the gaming industry. And they're, they're like, Hey, this is not my day job. I can talk about whatever I want to, when I give yeah, this interview, I, show me an NDA. <laughs> oh, I, Oh, I, Oh, I did sign one. Well, oh, does that, does that stand for non dong silvers announcements? <laughs> I did not announce anything. Oh man. I was really silver. scrambling there when I started that. <laughs> You found the dong and you took it. It was like reaching for that fleshlight to show you the yep. way. Yep, I I took it and ran with it. Um, I run with those. So th there was an article about how the winner um, of Squid Game: The Challenge had yet to receive uh, their prize money yet, and I did look this up. Um, so my what my Waylon was is her name. She won obviously the Squid Game: The Challenge. Basically, she signed a contract that said that um, the money would start to be paid to her within 30 days of the season finale airing. So that means that by January of next January of next of next month and year, um, <laughs> she'll start start to get the money, and it's probably going to come um, in in installments. I doubt it's going to be one big lump lump sum. But well, um, are they? They should just deliver the pig to her house, with the fake money in it. Yeah, the visibly fake money. Yes, and the man, they look like fucking Monopoly money. I was like, come on, Netflix. Every other part of this show looks so polished and professional, and you get like cartoon money that you're putting stuffing that pig with. Well, you don't know. Maybe it was like a foreign currency. It says dollars. <laughs> It says U.S. dollars. Did you get that close to see it? No, you didn't. <laughs> I did because the font was so big on that fake money. It was probably said for motion picture use or something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, um, continue. Well, actually, I was going to say continuing with some somewhat sad news. Um, Andre Brower. Uh, Famous on uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine has passed away at age of 61. Crazy. R.I.P. 
Uh, I did not watch that show very much, but this guy is hilarious. <laughs> and yeah, he was uh, great in that show. No doubt will be very much missed. I don't remember him in a lot of other things, but um, I don't know. From the little bit I saw of him, seemed like a, a genuinely nice guy. And sixty one is a is too young, so he will yeah. be missed for sure. Well spoken, he and seems to be well revered. Um, he was like those. He was like dry funny. He was like the straight character, but he, and I mean that in the sense that he was very the straight dry. man. Yeah. But he no, he was not straight in the show. He was gay. <laughs> he was the straight man who was also gay. Yeah. <laughs> Who's on first? <laughs> what? Who was on first? No, what is on? <laughs> um, um, but yeah, gonna miss that. Though that show had ended uh, some time ago, so um, is but this in cancer? He found out a couple months before he died that he had cancer. So that is that is rough. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is this segues in bad taste, but also R.I.P. to E3. Uh, yeah. Officially dead for good this time, it seems. Um, well, not a surprise. I think we talked about that last time when everybody was like pulling out of it, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not doing that." Yeah, well, uh, it's it's amazing that they still had. Well, yeah, we did talk about it a couple weeks ago because they were like, "We're canceling for the next two years." <laughs> But then we'll be back, and it's like, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> does not does not seem like this is going well. It was like all um, the major game companies are like, "This fucking party sucks." I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, and it seems like most of them, as we'll talk about here in just a little bit, are posting up at the game awards now, or just doing their own thing. Uh, E3 just seems like one of those. <sighs> It, it was one of the, in a time before the internet, it was incredibly important to that industry uh, when it started in the, the mid 90s, I think. I think 95 was maybe the first one. Um, but it was basically just for people that worked in the industry and for journalists to, it was, it was way, way different from what it turned into. And what it turned into was just this monstrosity of a of a mess once it opened up to the public and apparently was a bit of a nightmare to like attend and just (laughs) just very very mishandled and it it seems like the the company that ran this whole convention was kind of shady and very um outwardly (laughs) money focused um trying to maximize profits above literally everything else over anyone's experience so it sucks um not having that necessarily concentrated time in the middle of the year where lots of things get announced because it's you know it's always exciting to see like new stuff that's on the horizon but e3 itself you know i don't think anyone's going to be too upset that it's it's finally dead and gone yeah i mean i don't think it's if they're gonna still present things um you know at the game awards and stuff like that and plus most games are announced well in advance of them even being like finalized like you think of the wolverine game that was announced some time ago like last year two or three years ago was it at least two yeah yeah and you think like um what was the one that everybody loved um 
steampunk or whatever or cyberpunk um, oh yeah that was yeah that was announced like six 20 years, years before ago. it came out yeah <laughs> so most games people know are on their way so Ooh. <laughs> they should make a steampunk <laughs> cyberpunk style game i mean you could just like bring them both together it would be like so red many, dead what if red dead so many steampunk? oh so many gears and top hats <laughs> sounds awesome Uh, Sign me up. Yeah, I'd be all over that. Actually, that honestly sounds sick. Um, sorry, let me put my pocket watch up real quick. Um, before okay, I scroll to the next steam powered giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> um, which speaking of um, Wolverine, perfect segue. Um, there's been a huge, huge leak at Insomniac where they have come under a uh, cyber attack and they've leaked a whole bunch of information that they would probably didn't want people to know about. Well, so, they should have paid the ransom. Uh, yeah. That's the lesson that we should take away from this is that if you get attacked, you should just pay the money. <laughs> that's what you, no. that's what you should do. It's not about the people that these fucking scumbags that have nothing better to do than do this to other people i i would be so annoyed <laughs> if i worked at one of these places and all of a sudden your shit unfinished shits all over the internet and people are, are reading about it and judging it judging be like oh this fucking sucks it's like you know if if somebody put a um like bugged your house to listen to you write songs and be like this song's not it's it's literally just a opening riff and a chorus. It's not even finished. Yeah. It fucking sucks. <laughs> I know that would be that's me. That's it's me like, when yeah. I write those songs. <laughs> yeah, it's not done yet. <laughs> yeah, but it feels like the end of the world. I feel like I suck. <laughs> um, no, I. You know, in the same breath that you say that, I if their IT team was maybe more on it. Maybe there was uh, a hole that they were unaware of. Um, there's companies that go around and they do what they call penetration tests. Yes, penetration tests. And they Beef find pleasure to get in there. Yeah. And a lot of times it's a third-party company. Um, and that could be somewhat questionable, but you want to get a company that has like a good reputation. Um, and they usually test for that kind of stuff and could give you some pointers of what you need to approve on to prevent like issues like this happening. So I, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I would be interested to see where the loot leak happened. Yeah. It's, this happens to a lot of companies. There was a whole, whole bunch of stuff that got leaked. Apparently this, you know, the Wolverine game is still a long ways off and they, and, you know, other things that are probably haven't been announced, but seem like pretty obvious, like, yeah, there's going to be a, a Spider-Man 3. <laughs> there's no. going to be another Ratchet and Clank. Like, in some, yeah, this highly successful studio is going to make more games, <laughs> you know. But I, I feel, you know, I, I understand 
the pain of of people that work in an industry like that. It like the gaming industry is not an easy one to be a games developer in, especially what's well, a toxic year. community from what I understand. Yeah, a lot of I I <laughs> over the last like couple years I have read a whole bunch of of books, you know, and, and this seems like insane behavior where I'll be sitting around the pool reading an extremely kind of stressful book about people that work in the games industry and just a studio being shut down overnight or a game, you know, that spends years and years in development and people pour their hearts and souls into it. And then it comes out and everyone's like, yeah, it's a four out of 10 and it's gotta be, it's in, you know, people working moralizing insane hours and sleeping at the office. And it's, it's seems like, and most of these places are not unionized either. It's not anywhere nearly as organized as stuff like the the Writers Guild and the Actors Guild, like that you see in movies and TV. Like in an industry that arguably makes potentially more money than you know, like move the movie and TV industry does. Like the people that work in it are fucking treated like shit, and they are laid off often at at a moment's notice. So. That's that sucks, and I say all that to be like, it 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 absolutely is, and saying that on top of, especially people that are get to work in that field and be creative, like that's got to be heartbreaking to (laughs) see that kind of stuff like just plastered all over the internet through no fault of your own, and you know it's it just sucks. Well, people the world is the conclusions too. Like those people are like, "Oh, this game sucks." I mean, you know, it's not done. It was like you're seeing like an early version of it. I mean, there's so many, like, like music. That's the only thing I can equate it to. There's so many different um, layers that you go through to like refine it, and you just keep pushing it through and keep trying something different or changing like a phrasing or something like that. Imagine it's the same for video games as you're creating them. It's just there's more intricacies. Oh, I mean, it, there's it more going on. It absolutely is. I mean, making a making a game is basically the same as making a movie, except you're also having to build the camera at the same time. <laughs> so it's you know it's it's it, it sucks. And so you know, I I used to to it seems like there's more and more of this happening in the news. And so it's, it's obviously in front of me and I used to not really care as much about it, but trying to like remove myself and, and put myself in another person's shoes just to be what to think what that would be like. It's got, it sucks. I, I hate that. And I hate that this shit just, just keeps happening more and more and more. It seems that, the, the gaming industry, especially, this happens all the time now, it seems like. Well, you know, like a lot of gamers probably um, know how to do some form of hacking or something. Or, you know, there's different forums and stuff that people, you know, give people information and stuff like that. Like, it wouldn't be surprising to me if there was like other hacks that have happened where people have gotten like little tidbits of information, they may have stopped them in time, you know? Yeah. Cause whoever leaked it, they I'm sure that they were, you know, at least there for a little bit before they revealed themselves, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it. It sucks. <laughs> it just it it really really does. But anyways, um, so yeah, people that do this it's... do that are just fucking pieces of shit, and that's all I've. That's all I gotta say about it. I wish that they're obviously very, very intelligent people, and I wish they would use their powers for good instead of evil. <laughs> what if they had, and then that's not gonna make any news? World peace is not gonna make as much news as like, hey, guess what? Video game is coming out next year. You wanna see the gameplay? You wanna see somebody's hard work <laughs> and and talk shit about it? Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. like, yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of things been leaking. People have been See. leaking for years. Yeah. Now you know how Denzel Washington felt when he jumped jumped on his burner account to to criticize your criticism of the latest Ninja Turtles movie. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. How dare he? <laughs> um, Kung Fu Panda Four. There's a new trailer for it, Ryan. I can't even believe they're still making these movies. I don't even remember the last time I watched Kung Fu Panda. I think it's good, but at the same time, I'm like, that is a long time. A long time. Jack Black must... He either must make a lot of money from this, or it's just a passion project for him. I have heard <laughs> um, that there was like one person that said that they were like, yeah, a lot of people in the industry... Um, don't really like it um, or they lose their passion as they go on and they said except for someone like Jack Black and they're like yeah I interviewed him and you know seems like that's his that's what he enjoys doing he loves it still has the passion I was like oh that's nice I'm I glad I can love this bear <laughs> yeah I kind of love it because I've he's been in a lot of things that I've seen recently that I'm like yeah I like that like the first Goosebumps movie really like that one yeah, apparently he's a he's a, a big big into gaming as well. Yeah, he's a big old teddy bear. Yeah, buddy. Um, uh, a few more little bits and bobs. It looks like um, <laughs> George Clooney said there are not enough drugs in the world for him to come back as Batman. Though he kind of did come back. <laughs> At the end of the flash. Those little plastic nipples on that suit. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird that they cut out the nipples in his uh, three-piece button-up. Um, <laughs> he said it's because they're chapped. I would have loved if all of his clothes in that movie had the nipples on the outside. What if he had three nipples? I mean, it is an alternate universe. Where'd yeah. you put the third one? No, like just in the side. middle, or so off. Just, oh, okay. So asymmetric nipples. Yeah, like you know how it is in real life. Yeah, but it, well, <laughs> mine are perfectly perpendicular. <laughs> Dude has three boobs. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking sick, bro. <laughs> I know, man. You think you'll get an uh, implants? Hell yeah, bro! All three. John Boyega has no interest in replacing Jonathan Majors as Kang. Well, leave it to the audience out there to be like, all right, so we're going to replace this guy with someone that looks like him. 
Um, I little racist. <laughs> so, it, it yeah, apparently this was just fan or you know just a fan casting or whatever, and somebody asked him about it. And he's like, "No, nah. <laughs> fuck no." Well, when all that this would... stuff came out about Jonathan Majors, they were suggesting that he be the guy. Yeah, this is not another uh, ro- roadie situation where the head of one of the guys that worked at Marvel at the time apparently had the same uh, opinion that you were just making fun of, where they're like, we'll just use another person that looks similar. Okay, no one so... will know the difference or care, um, I think is what this Howard guy said. John... Don Cheadle do not look the same. Mm, But they do if you're racist like this one person was that said that. (laughs) I mean, even if you just broke it down to like the most basic stuff, one's light skin and one's dark skin. They do not look anything alike. (laughs) No! And it was extremely jarring because you're like, wait, who is this guy? (laughs) Wait, you're saying you're that guy? You're a scroll. You're like Terrence Liar. Howard is just. <laughs> Anyways, real ones remember when Terrence Howard was roadie long before he did anything really. He was just kind of there, just he was in the word. best Iron Man movie. Yeah, he was, but he didn't do that much. <laughs> um, Ryan, do you want to do your uh, your what you think, Jake, for for the week? Did I post one? Did we already talk about this last week? What is it? It's the... uh, Do you want to guess? No. Okay. (laughs) Starts with Doritos. And uh, it ends with nacho cheese flavored liquor. Oh, God. I don't know if we talked about this. Can you guess now? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think I could put two and two together at this point. Um... (laughs) I thought we had talked about this last time, but I think we did. <laughs> yeah, disgusting. Yeah, um, do you want to do it again? Because <laughs> my wanna... opinion hasn't changed. I've never, I yeah. have not tried it. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be good for anybody. Yeah. Um, I'll see if I can scrounge together a what you think, Jake, before the end of the night. Oh, well, let me see if there's another one a little bit further up before we get to the game awards segment. I don't think that there is. So never mind. Um, apparently, a, an economist said that the Kevin McAllister's family was in the top 1% in wealth. Which, well, no fucking shit. He took everybody on vacation. He took everybody to pay. He took like 20 people to Paris for Christmas. Yeah. And they didn't even stay there. And he left a kid, so negligence. Yeah. They're... They're bad parents. They're bad at this. They can't count. They uh, cannot use a fucking alarm clock to save their lives. Bad. I do have a question for you, Jake. Oh, great. <laughs> um, so it's a two-parter. Is it um, about if one of us voted for Home Alone Extra, Home Alone Two Extra? Uh... Trump time? No, no. We didn't <laughs> okay. want more Trump time. Less of that, the better, I'd say. Oh, totally. Anyways. Um, so, have you noticed they've been giving out, like, Hollywood stars to, like, everybody lately? Every time I turn I... around, I feel like I see it. 
We have one. We are, but we do. It's like Macaulay Coke and Darius Rucker. But um, I, I, I assumed that it was because of our outstanding work in the field of podcasting. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they'll probably give us one eventually. You know, you now, stick around now, long enough. People love you, baby. That's they put the Hollywood stars there <laughs> for podcasters too, probably. Yeah, they should. <laughs> I assume uh, that's how it worked. <laughs> it's our due time. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. How do you feel about that? Does that take away from the intrigue of it if they just give it to anybody and everybody? So what you're telling me is that in an industry that's all about money just gives these things out if you make enough money or if people have heard of you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> okay. Doesn't bother um, you. I mean, if they want to give us one, I, I mean, of course, oh, I mean, once I go see it in person is well, of eventually, what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> we may be near death, but eventually yes. And it's going to be so long. <laughs> There's so many more stars. <laughs> we'll probably be next to like the worst stars. God, I bet people look at that and think about that. They're like, oh, I don't want to be over here. It's a bunch of homeless people that hang out over here. Are like, oh, no, I got to be next to that guy or that girl. Like, Ugh. I'd be like, oh, man, my star's next to Jonathan Majors. Ooh. You know, in all fairness, I think that Jonathan, I think Jonathan Majors is a great actor and i think that what i seen was some weird stuff he was like running down the street and it was just like some weird he was running from that girl that he supposedly beat up on and they did have pictures of another incident that happened where her finger was like all messed up and the back of her ear was all fucked up um i think he needs to get some of his shit together but i think he's a really good actor um I did enjoy I don't think anyone like, was arguing that. <laughs> no, no, no. And I, I think that I think ultimately he'll find redemption at some point in time. I, uh, that's only, yeah. I told somebody the other day, I was like, if Will Smith can slap somebody in front of everybody, then and you know, redeem himself, then this totally can happen for Jonathan Majors. Uh I don't know. It'll it'll take a while. I mean, it will, but I mean, like two years from now, he'll be in like a big major, or not a major movie. Let's say he's in an indie movie that does really well. You know, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and act like men that uh, <laughs> abuse other women in Hollywood don't uh, eventually make a comeback because it happens that, all the time. It happens all the time. <laughs> Um, and it helps if you're a man, usually, unfortunately, it certainly seems like people have a short memory. So that's, <laughs> that's what I'll say about that. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I'm trying to think of who came out recently, you know, after serving their time, so to speak, like Louis CK, I feel like he's kind of been redeemed over time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rob Lowe, um, who else? Those are the two that come to mind. I can't think of anybody at the moment. Jake what Paul. Rob... What did Rob Lowe do? Uh, Rob Lowe raped a girl. I think oh, she was great. underage. Whoa. Yeah. Now he's doing <laughs> Atkins commercials. Yeah. And he's like, 
people love him and he's like the whitest little bitch out there, you know? <laughs> the whitest little bitch out there. That's I call it the way I see it. Yep. Rob Lowe. Cool. Whitest yeah, I actually did not know that. So that's ugh, horrifying. <laughs> I didn't know it until there was some way that well, I won't go into details, but um yeah, I, I it was brought to my attention whenever Rob Lowe um, was brought up. So here's what we, we can always do when you look up a celebrity. You go to um, their Wikipedia page and you scroll down until you see a section called Controversy. <laughs> Did you find it? I'm still scrolling. Oh, dang. Personal life. Well, sex tape. Nanny lawsuit. <laughs> uh-huh. Here we go. He's done some things. Another former nanny was it accused false accused of falsely claiming to have had a personal and intimate relationship and also expressing romantic interest in Lowe, claiming that Lowe sexually harassed her and that Cheryl Lowe was an abusive employer. Lowe also claimed a former employee engaged sex on the man. Okay. We'll look into this <laughs> a little more. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We'll- Return with more. Really had a se- he had a sex tape in 1988, though. He was ahead of his time. Um. Okay, hold up here. <laughs> Rob Lowe was 24 years at the time. And they were videotaped. The age of consent in Georgia was 14 until 1995 when they raised it to 16. Both were of legal age to engage in sexual activity, although 18 was the legal age to be involved in such a recording. Uh, at the time, he was campaigning for Michael Dukakis. Uh, eventually, his career rebounded, and Lowe mocked his own behavior during two post-scandal appearances on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> so not only did he... He made fun of it and made money off of it. Crazy. Um, but if you stay on the Atkins diet, man, you'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, also, in 1990, two years after his sex tape scandal, he decided to quit drinking. <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And has maintained sobriety ever since, saying it was the best decision of his life. It's like one made the other happen. I don't know. That's crazy. (laughs) There's a really 
So I scrolled all the way down and there's a really funny picture of Rob Lowe stand in 2008 standing in front of a Dodge Charger wearing extremely baggy jeans. Yeah, I'm on the page too. <laughs> you really young. I had to zoom in on that. <laughs> it says nanny lawsuit cases and then there's just Rob Lowe standing in front of a Dodge Charger. It's got he's got kind of like the uh, Fast and Furious um look of like um Paul Walker's character. It's like the same mm. getup. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Most definitely. Anyways, there's there's our deep dive on Rob Lowe. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, anyways. Oh, in twenty fifteen he was honored with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Hey, they're giving those things out like candy. And he also launched a men's skin can. All right, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> and Perkins. I have, I've got to close this tab. <laughs> or I will just sit here and scroll this. on Wikipedia for the rest of the fucking night. And nobody wants that. None of you want that. Trust we me. We all want it. <laughs> Long um, episode this week. We got We got distracted on Wikipedia again. It happens, man. Um, so Black Panther director Ryan Coogler developing X-Files series for Disney? The Coog is back. Yeah, but is it for children? Uh, I think it just meant for Disney Plus, maybe? I, I think hope that so. did, I think Hulu and Disney are merging next year. They're are they? Gonna do, I think so. I think I read that they're just going to, they're going to combine Disney Plus and Hulu into one app. I wonder what it's going to be called. Disney Hulu Plus. No. Unlimited. No. <laughs> I feel like Disney's name would be on it, but at the same time, I'm like, Hulu's a pretty big company, too. Hulu is one of the original streaming services. <laughs> yeah. Remember, it was Netflix and Hulu and nothing else for a long, long time. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm glad you showed me Hulu, because I could have been one of those... Fools who did YouTube TV and not had Disney Plus. <laughs> now, Thank you. now we're one of those fools that have, uh, or I was one of those fools that was paying separately for Hulu and Disney Plus and ESPN Plus for a very long time before <laughs> finally figuring out a way to lower my bill. <laughs> nice. Yep, I made that decision like two months ago where I was like, oh shit, I could be saving like $30 by. Holy shit. Combining this onto one bill. Um, yeah, I'm going to need to check, make sure that my shit's set up like that. I don't think it is. I think I'm in the same boat. Yeah, oh well. definitely. Check it out, man. I mean, if you're paying for Hulu with ads, you get ESPN and Disney Plus included in that. So do not pay for it separately. <laughs> okay, I'll figure this out. <laughs> I will be checking my credit card statement after this. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, maybe that'll give me something to do on the weekend. I don't know. We'll figure it out. That's my fun weekend activity. Is <laughs> figuring out what streaming services I can cancel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which ones can I cancel and save money? Which ones am I going to cancel and then have to make a new account for next month when something comes out I want to watch? Yeah, it's like plans in general. You know, you cancel them. It's like crack. You enjoy it. It's a good time. Yeah. Yep. Disney Plus is like crack. I agree. <laughs> Anyways, 
<laughs> X new X Files is coming out. <laughs> um, Sony announced that they've sold fifty million PlayStation Fives, which uh, is somewhat impressive. I think that they said that in so it's been out for three years, or they said one hundred sixty-one weeks was the stat that they used. They said that the PlayStation 4 sold 50 million units in 160 weeks. So it's almost selling at the same rate, despite it being almost impossible to buy for the first two years it was out. Well, it's all which the bots. A- they were buying them up, and they're like, yeah, we'll count this, which yeah. doesn't count. Still, that's a lot of fucking consoles. <laughs> I, don't think, uh, I don't think Microsoft is shipping them out. Like in the at that same rate, but maybe you know they don't need to. <laughs> they, well, I think they they're working on themselves. I think they're trying to get more exclusive content to be. Well, as we'll uh, get to here prevalent. in a minute, they definitely are because they had a big old night announcing stuff at the Game Awards. <laughs> Which uh, the on the table and said, "Take a look, feast your eyes." Which uh, I guess we'll go ahead and get to that now. We've been talking for almost an hour, but um, Ryan, I told you that uh, t- I guess two weeks ago we we had to we had to skip a week because I was uh, I was in Colorado last week when we would normally be recording. But um, the Game Awards for me is one of my favorite Christmas traditions because it's always the very start of December, and it's always a time for me to sit down with a big bottle of Canadian club and just watch a whole bunch of a whole bunch of uh, a three hour long commercial masquerading as, as an, as an award show. It's the fifth year, the fifth year in a row I've done this and it gets kind of worse every year, but I still keep doing it. I still keep putting myself through it. What, what do you mean? Oh no, that's E3. Sorry. Yeah, E3 is gone. This is going strong. If it's any indication by the uh, overall production quality, it has. I will say the positive things I'll say about the Game Awards is that each year, as a production, it gets way better. Um, it still has plenty of uh, plenty of cringy moments. Jeff Keighley, uh, he's a guy that's been involved in game journalism for a while. I think he was on the old G4 channel for a long time. And then he's kind of left to start this whole whole new thing called the Game Awards. And for those of you that haven't watched it, or if you've not listened to any of the other episodes where we've kind of talked about this, it's it it's basically a glorified like they they love getting all these people together. They get to dress up and they kind of all just watch a whole bunch of trailers. And the awards this year more so than any other year that I've watched this are a complete afterthought. Like I'm, I'm not kidding when I tell you that they put so many things in like the pre-show where they will just read out like, here's this category. Here's the five nominees. Here's the game that won it. And so often they'll rattle off like four or five of those awards for like best, you know, this RPG best esports thing, this. And a lot of the times the developers don't even they're aren't even there don't even get to like accept an award but this year was especially egregious where they had um the literal game of the year 
award winner uh, was was Baldur's Gate three. And the people up there literally had about like 35 seconds to talk after they accepted the award before they got like the playoff music. And that was a theme, a big theme throughout the night was that that sucks. I mean, it I, it is kind of the Oscars for video games, but unlike the Oscars, you know, that's all about the stuff that's already come out. You don't go to the Oscars and watch like three hours worth of trailers for stuff that's going to come out. It's celebrating stuff that's already been created and recognizing that, you know, creativity and people that work on that and starred in it, they get a chance to stand in front of everyone and talk about whatever they want to. They can talk about their experience or the, if you're Joaquin Phoenix, you can talk about anything else that you feel like when you walk up there. So, you know, it's give them a hard time about that. Well, last year, Christopher judge, who was the, the new voice actor for Kratos, he won one of the first awards. I think it was for best like performance. And he, um, did a 10 minute speech at the very beginning of the show, um, <laughs> which was which was awesome because they started playing him off very early on, and he just kept fucking talking. They would have had to get that big fucking cane, cartoon cane, and like yank him off the stage, and he was still would have <laughs> still would have kept going. So that was that was awesome. They brought him back this year, and he was you know he's he gets up there and he's he's cracking a few jokes. He one of the jokes he cracked was that his speech last year was longer than the new Call of Duty campaign was this year and apparently they were pretty butthurt about that where they were like tweeting him during the show and stuff and I was like oh my god they're so immature <laughs> but um and what I understand the new game was not that great the new Call of Duty no no not really <laughs> um but yeah there was there's several instances of that where you know it if you look at it from that perspective like it, it is like they, it tries to. Pre- this is a show that tries to present itself as like the Oscars of video games, but the actual developers. And again, these are people that are not like media trained. A lot of these people that win these awards and sometimes get to go on stage, they're awkward. <laughs> these are people that are video game programmers. They're not used to being in front of large audiences, so. You know, if you've worked on something for multiple years and you get a chance to go on stage, you know, A, it, it is nerve wracking, but B, it's great to get that recognition, but you'd want to be able to talk for more than 30 seconds. And it seems like each year that they do this, the the awards are less and less and less and less and less and less of a focus. <laughs> and it's it's more they speed through stuff just to get to more, you know, more trailers and world premieres and they love they love doing that and jeff Keeley, the main guy is not that great of a host they had um girl whose name i cannot remember who does like the pre-show thing every year she's done it a couple years in a row from at least from what i've been watching she should be the main presenter because <laughs> she's good at this um but uh but yeah that's as an experience watching it yes that's that is what it's like um so I just want to kind of want to put that out there before I start reading through this long list of things that got announced. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, I still do it. I still do it every year. It's a tradition, a big tradition for me at this point. And 
I'm sure I'll be sitting down watching it on December 12th of 2024 when the next one happens. But um, forever away. It is. It is an exciting. It is an exciting night. But I do wish that, you know, for the people that get to work on these, give them a little bit more time to get up there and make a speech and thank people or or do whatever they want to do. I mean, it's that's it's a shit kind of a rough industry to work in. So if you work on something that's got that kind of recognition and you win, let them talk for more than 30 seconds. But that just seems like a direct reflection of what's going on in the industry. Hey, you have this short amount of period to, um, you know, say what you're going to say. And then it's like, move, we're on to the next thing. Uh, Ryan, you hit the nail on the head. That's what I do. That's what I do. It's, it's almost like the way these people are treated is a metaphor or maybe not even a metaphor. It's a microcosm of the entire industry. Yeah. They're this not is the respected. Not respected. Yeah. It's all about the money. <laughs> I will say that maybe some of those guys who um, are like programmers and stuff, um, maybe they don't want to talk in front of people. There's a lot of people who are like afraid to talk to people. You know, some sometimes I mean, even when you get people like. Um, Sean Murray is a good example. He's the guy who's the head of Hello Games, uh, the which are the people that made No Man's Sky. And he was really bad about especially when he's pr- promoting that game was is really awkward. You know, you could tell that he's. You know, in an office setting probably is different but he was prone to really you know over promising stuff about a game that wasn't finished and wasn't really ready and he kind of did that again this year because they announced a big new game and uh <laughs> kind of did the same thing <laughs> but we'll get we'll get to that in just a little bit when um, you said his name i i work with a guy by the same name Sean and Murray is socially <laughs> awkward. I was like, oh, what no what? way. <laughs> what is going on right now? Threw me off. That would be really trippy. <laughs> it was. I opened my eyes and I was like, did I miss something? Yeah. The guy that works there called Long Dong Silvers. <laughs> <laughs> He's in charge of I- everything. I couldn't, believe, of the I couldn't believe what he got up there and said. <laughs> I couldn't believe what he showed. <laughs> and let me tell you, that shit is reflective. <laughs> no lies there. No lie, no lie, no lie. Talking about no light coming from the flashlight. Let me tell you. That's choking out the light. Yeah. Put sunglasses on. So bright. <laughs> Anyways, the, the light agape. Um, I don't know. Maybe instead of reading all these out, because there's like literally a hundred games on this list, <laughs> and I realize this is probably not the best way to go through it. So I'm only going to. <laughs> and again, keeping with our theme of not respecting the people that worked on these, I'm only going to shout at the things that looked interesting to me. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Let's do it. 
Um, there was a um I'll lead with the biggest announcement for me, and it was very early in the show. Kratos shows up on screen. I'm like, <gasps> and so there's there was free DLC for God of War Ragnarok that dropped like a couple days after the Game Awards, which nobody knew about. Which in a, in an age of leaks and constant like people saying things they shouldn't say, was a complete surprise. I still haven't played it yet because I've I just haven't got around to it yet to be honest, but. That game was awesome and really fun. So to to get not only more of it that I didn't know existed, but for it to be a free add-on is is awesome. Um, is it like at, extra levels or missions or something? It's um, yeah, it's like it's like a whole whole separate area and a whole kind of different play style where it's like a. Uh, it's it's like a, a roguelike um, where your progress like kind of keeps resetting and they said it's going to it, it, Kratos uh, goes to like Valhalla and he's got to relive um, battles and stuff from his like past and from his memories so it's a, a neat, neat little way to kind of bridge some stuff from some of the older God of War games with some of the new stuff which I think is mm-hmm. is cool um so I, I can't wait to play that because I think the the combat in the combat in those games are probably some is some of the best, just most fun, enjoyable things in video games in general. Like the God of War and combat from the last one is is so much fun. <laughs> when you when you it takes a little bit to get used to, but once you, once you get it right, you're like, this is this feels so much so much good fun so much good anyways that's one game <laughs> down only like 999 more to go um there's a game called uh metaphor refantasio which is embarrassing to say out loud but it's from the people the personal people atlas um which looks sick i mean if you've i've know you've never played one of those before but they're they're amazing there's there's so much fun. They're so well written, and they're long as shit. <laughs> All of those games oh, are hundred hours long. Was that the one where you had to fight the penis monster? Yep. Persona. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, Persona's is awesome. Um, uh, Matthew McConaughey showed up to be like, oh. "Hey, I'm from Texas." All right, all right, all right. And he did do that, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna." pour myself another whiskey here when <laughs> I got to listen to this. He came on stage to introduce uh, a game called Exodus, which generic title, kind of a generic looking space thing. Um, but the big thing was that he was like, I just heard about video games uh, 20 minutes ago. Anyways, what? the studio is from Austin, Texas, and I'm in this game. So here's <laughs> me introducing this. Oh, that's another thing they do. So they love getting celebrities on stage to announce trailers and stuff like that. They get to talk for however long they want to. <laughs> the people that make the games, 30 seconds or less. Because nobody's essentially, yeah. unless they're like it, huge in the community. Yeah. Unless you're Matthew McConaughey or Timothy Chalamet or Simu Liu in, who walked out there with a boot on his foot because he's like, tore his Achilles and literally told a five minute story about how he did that. 
they can talk for however as long as they want to, but the people that make these games <laughs> get the fuck off the stage. <laughs> get back to work. <laughs> yeah, basically. Mux. Um there was a um, Untitled Goose game. The people that made that, uh, the blokes from Australia, they have another game coming out. There is uh, a ton of different uh, Xbox exclusives that are, are coming out. But I think one of the big ones was that Sega um, had an ad spot and they had a very, very confusing ad where they announced that they are making new versions of five different games. With Sega, it, they are making a new Jet Set Radio, Shinobi, Golden Axe, Streets of Rage, and Crazy Taxi. Ooh, so Crazy Taxi. They announced five different ones in one trailer, and they're like, we're making new versions of all of these shits <laughs> in a very, very confusing ad. <laughs> Because I only thought it was Crazy Taxi. And then at the end, it was like, also the rest of these. We're doing those well, two, by the way. Like the lead with. Streets <laughs> of Rage, though, was pretty big. The other games I haven't really ever heard of. I've heard of Jet Set Radio, and I know people like it, but it, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of, to, to, to be honest, I've never heard of Shinobi or Golden Axe before, but people certainly have because they were losing their shit over this. <laughs> <laughs> nerds absolutely um there is a new trailer for uh, rise of the ronin which i think we talked about that like a year ago when it was announced but that's coming out in march of next year um <laughs> hideo kojima uh guy who responsible for the metal gear solid franchise and death stranding and silent hill uh he again <laughs> He got to play a trailer where he's making a new project that's going to be an Xbox exclusive called OD. Don't know what OD stands for, but I do know Overdose. that he got um, Jordan Peele to come out on stage with him, and they had just sucked each other off for five minutes <laughs> about how excited they were about working with each other. Oh, oh God. <laughs> very weird to watch <laughs> when two men love each other jake you just gotta let it happen no i'm fine with that part it was the it was just the awkward choreographed nature of it where you realize you're watching like a commercial being kind of workshopped in real life in front of you <laughs> that was the awkward part for me like I've seen better acting in a B horror movie. Oh man, I will say this about Mr. Kojima. Uh, he loves big name actors. Now you may not, you may not have guessed that if you remember Death Stranding had Norman Reedus. Yeah, um, and making poo bombs. <laughs> Who else was in that? Nor Norman Reedus was in it. Benicio del Toro. Conan O'Brien was in it. Um, uh, what was their name? <laughs> I'm blanking on this French actress's name. Um, the one who played Lynn... in Leah Sidu. In... No, not definitely not who I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, um, he loves 
any chance he gets to work with like big name people from Hollywood. <laughs> so getting Jordan Peele, who is definitely one of the, you know, big people in the horror genre on board, just a big old suck fest up on that stage, right? Oh, <laughs> of that just makes it sound like there was a lot of meat and a lot of wind. Beef pleasure. <laughs> Beef pleasure, yeah. <laughs> um, they announced a new Jurassic Park game that which people immediately said was woke because the character had slightly brown skin. What? <laughs> you can't fucking win with these people. <laughs> Instead, it was woke because he had slightly brown skin. Yeah, because the like... main character was a woman that was not white. <laughs> okay. Ne- now, need I remind you that the Jurassic Park, the first movie, doesn't it take place in like Guatemala or Costa Rica, somewhere like that? Like it's an island in Central America. <laughs> I can't remember where it was, but yeah, I mean, that would seem right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but all those characters were white. And even in the new movies, all the characters are white. Oh, so what you're saying is you agree with them? (laughs) No, what I'm saying is (laughs) accurate. (laughs) Everybody knows that no other uh, skin color wants to go mess around with uh, dinosaurs. It's just white people are like, hey, you know, it'd be crazy. Bringing dinosaurs back. Let's do it. (laughs) Some crazy you know, it sounds, you know it sounds like a good idea? Cloning some dinosaurs. Like, tell me the most whitest, craziest thing you could think of. I mean, unless you're in, like, fucking Florida. You know. Everybody <laughs> Florida's fucking nuts. Top three whitest, craziest things you can think of. Number one, haunted house. Number two, cloning dinosaurs. <laughs> number, number three, cloning dinosaurs in a haunted house. <laughs> oh, yes, it's really gonna be crazy with you a Ouija board. You can clone haunting haunted houses. Sorry, my number three. I'm going to say using a Ouija board in a haunted house to ask if you should clone some dinosaurs in that said are... haunted house. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that, 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 that's our top three whitest, craziest, craziest, whitest things. Could go either way. Anyways, moving on. Fair enough. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, got a new trailer. Didn't look great, if I'm honest. Um, oh, man, we are really blitzing through some of these. There's a new... <laughs> there was a trailer for the theme song to Final Fantasy VII Rebirth out February 29th, what? 2024. <laughs> That's right. We got a trailer for the theme song. So that's pr- okay, pretty like cool. A music video. I guess there is a um, a game that's been under development. I think called Skull and Bones, and I think I talked about this yeah. for the, f- the pirate one of the game. F- yeah. It's been apparently they're contractually Ubisoft is contractually obliga- obligated to release this which always really makes you think that this is going to be good when you hear contractually obligated to release this. I think I I shouted this out the first year we did this podcast because it was supposed to come out like the next year. (laughs) And uh, it's finally coming in February of 2024 because they're contractually obligated to put this out. 
So can't wait for that. It's coming out on which platform? It's going to be on all platforms with an open beta test beginning on December 15th, five days ago. What if that game ends up being really good and people that just like launches that franchise? I can't wait for their next contractually obligated sequel to come out if it's really good. <laughs> um, oh, one of the big, one of the, again, another one. Oh, and another, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm having, I'm reliving Thursday of two weeks ago every time I see one of these. Anthony Mackie did, had a really fucking weird appearance where he was just shout. he walks on stage clearly inebriated and just start shouting at different sections of the audience for a few minutes. But and not that was over 35 seconds. Oh, well, no, because he's, he's one of the people that they paid to be there. So he can talk for as long as he wants to. Um, he, all that to announce that they're making a season two, a twist metal on Peacock. Um, yeah. No footage. <laughs> and the caption of this was no footage was shown. It was just him yelling at people and then being like, oh, yeah, by the way. He was like, hey, what's going on over here? Hey, shut up, middle. <laughs> people in the middle, shut up. I was like, what is this? What are you doing? Uh, what if he came out there and announced that the new uh, season of Winter Soldier and uh, Captain Falcon or whatever? Yep. The new Winters, the new well, Captain Falcon, Winters, <laughs> Bird, Captain. We're going to fly. We're uh, doing it. We're flying we're, we're in 2024. It's Shut up. Shut up. Diapers. <laughs> like, yo, man, you played that video game where you made out with your homeboy when he was a chick. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I think the other the other big announcement of the night was that their um, Arcane Studios is going to be making a Blade game, um, yeah, and it's going to be a Xbox exclusive. Weirdly enough, um, so Marvel's really pushing heavily in that direction. So you got the Wolverine game, you just had the Spider Man game. There's supposed to be a Captain yep. America and Black Panther game set in like the past. Um, yep, yep, yep. And then you got this game. And I'm like, what is going on? You had the Guardians of the Galaxy game. You had that terrible yeah. Avengers game that came out. Yeah, nobody um, like, plays anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and uh, what was it? Marvel Midnight Sun. Um, they're really pushing heavily in the game direction. Oh, yeah. And they're all over the place in terms of platforms and exclusivity. And yeah, they're, they're, they're not picky about about this so you know i i think that arguably in a in a time where it seems like their film and tv thing is kind of stagnating a little bit um you know games could be another potential avenue maybe where it's divorced from any other continuity where they've got these great characters and a lot of these pre-built stories that they could make something good out of this we'll see <laughs> but it, i think what? that that well, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> one of them's got a hit. At least one of them's got two. Yeah. So that the other, I think probably this will be the last thing I talk about because <laughs> I did a big old scroll and I was like, what can we actually say? <laughs> 
And the answer was not a lot. There was some Final Fantasy 16 DLC, which came out where they were like, we're making three DLCs for this. I'm like, cool. I have not finished that game yet. So I will never, literally never be able to finish it now. Um, but the aforementioned your coworker, Sean Murray, um, <laughs> came, on, came on stage and said that they're making a, not a sequel to No Man's Sky. It's a completely separate game. And he was like, I'm not going to overpromise, and then proceeded to completely overpromise. They're making a game called Light No Fire. And it is a procedurally generated planet, which I think, from what I understand, this trailer, it's going to be an online, always online multiplayer game, fantasy sort of setting, where you have an entire, uh, a, entire planet earth that is procedurally generated with all of these different uh, it <laughs> he he said he wasn't going to overpromise in this set called it the first real true open world something without boundaries <laughs> i don't it seems like you sold it there yeah <laughs> from the trailer i mean it looks like something really cool where instead of a million billion infinite planets, it's just one gigantic planet that's always going to be a multiplayer sort of thing. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems huge. It seems so. We'll, we'll, there's no clue when this is coming out. No real clues on what you're doing in it. I mean, if I had to look at No Man's Sky, I can guess like some of the, mechanics and stuff that'll probably be in it but seems cool um i think that they've rebuilt a lot of that uh broken trust they had by fixing no man's sky for years and years and years and making oh, yeah. it yeah i wonder if they're gonna it. run away from that now since they got a new game in the pipeline uh, i would expect them to slow that down at some point because that game's seven years old and they mm -hmm. put three or four free updates out for that every year. It seems like no joke. Like it, they keep, keep doing it. So the fact that they were working on a completely different game and nobody knew about it until that is, is cool. Um, we'll, we'll see. May, I think that they could maybe get ahead of it and maybe, you know, temper expectations a little bit by saying, this is what the game is going to be when it launches. You know us, you know we're going to keep adding stuff to it. So this, you know, this is what it's, just be honest with what it's going to launch with and maybe what you have planned because, you know, presumably it's going to be another game that's going to be around for a long time. It's going to get a lot of updates. So just be honest about that. <laughs> and I think people will be a little more forgiving this time around. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but and even if they weren't... Um forward with it i think the assumption would be that they would be doing something similar yeah. to what they had done in the past but that may not be as um people may not be as forgiving because people want it like right now you know yeah i think it's, it's you know when you're selling something as a single player experience as opposed to something like this which seems like it's much more like a just giant version of um, like Warcraft or something like that, that's going to continue to be get updates and expansions. You know, when, when you know what you're signing up for, 
I, th- you know, and this is a much, much bigger studio now than they were, you know, when No Man's Sky first came out. So we'll, we'll see how something like that goes. And, you know, I think it is, it, it does seem something that is very ambitious. And the trailer certainly was something that was, that looked really cool and really well cut together. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I liked, I liked their last game, you know, eventually. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, We'll see how this how this turns out, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, good good on them for trying something different. I'm glad they didn't just go like, here's another update to No Man's Sky or No Man's Sky Two or whatever. Like, no, they were just like, no, here's a whole fucking planet, the size of an actual planet. It will take you months to walk from one part to another if you want to. <laughs> you can just walk forever. I'm like, oh, great. I love that. I love boring games. I love walking and doing nothing. This is my... <laughs> I want to farm. Let me farm here. 100% my jam. <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be water and if you can go under the water or if there's going to be like boats where you could cross the water or my if man. it's just going to be all land. I, have, I got, have I got a surprise for you? Even in this thumbnail... Bunch of characters standing on a cliff. What's at the bottom of that cliff? Blue water. Mm. Oh my god. (laughs) How are they going to traverse the water? Probably on a boat or going underneath of it. (laughs) I mean, No Man's Sky, you can build literal underwater bases and stuff. Like people have built entire. Yeah, there's like underwater cities. (laughs) They built like the whole. Yeah, someone built like the whole like Gungan city from. Phantom Menace in No Man's Sky. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, there's a lot of stuff you could do. So, I'm sure that will be a part of this eventually. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Um, yeah, I, I assume the same amount of freedom, if not more freedom, will be available in that game. But potentially more. I, I am assuming that in addition to, you know, taking months to walk from one place to another, there'll be vehicles of some sort <laughs> where you can traverse water or fly or probably fast travel. Um, so it it is, yeah, it's, it's cool. I think that they're trying to just come up with a new canvas for them to continue to fill in the, fill in the lines of. So it sounds sounds cool. It's I can't wait to play it in five years when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> when you're forty, yeah, right that, is a, that is a sobering thought. <laughs> yeah, you may even have a kid by then. Oh my god, can you That's imagine? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can kind of imagine because I'm living that life myself. Mm. Light no fire. They really like a three a three word three word title for all their stuff. It's gotta have no in it. A no, yeah, that's right. Beef it's no gotta pleasure. Be <laughs> huh? I said beef no pleasure. Mm. <laughs> I'm not even sure why you would even do that. <laughs> what are you doing, beef no pleasure? What are you getting out of it? Nothing. Nothing. Not enjoyable at all. <laughs> I think it's bleeding. Yeah, it's medium rare. 
Ugh. Mm. But yeah, that's the game awards until until the next year. <laughs> if they still have it, they may oh, get rid of it like E3 and they'll be like, no, we're done oh, with this. I don't know, man. <laughs> if if this year, if the advertising money they raked in this year is any indication, they're gonna be around for a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean they got Anthony Mackey. To go on stage and act really fucking weirdly aggressive. One of the strangest public appearances I've ever seen by a guy I recognize. Well, dang, I guess we haven't been friends that long, have we? I'll have to, I'll, I'll have to outdo him. <laughs> the strange public appearance. What up? Just I'm like every. <laughs> Like, all right, cool, 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 cool. Anyways, right, and that's that's the game awards. I'm sure I'm I'm sure I've enticed you for t- to come to my three and a half hour watch party next December. Yep, hoping for Jack and Dexter. Still waiting on that. Oh, can you imagine though? If we got something like that, that would be that would easily make the whole night. <laughs> I mean, I would be smitten as a kitten, but odds are that's never gonna happen. Um, just because everybody's gone from the studio who produced it. Though, side note, uh, the lead singer of Twisted Sister appears to have moved to the city next door to myself. Um, so he was uh, one of the villains. He did the voice work for the villain in the first game. So I may get to see him at some point out and about. I don't know. We'll see. I would love, I would love for you to meet up with D. Snyder and only ask him questions about Jack and Dexter. <laughs> that like, would I be... know you don't get this often, but I loved you as goal in Jack and Dexter. And he's like, oh, you want to talk about music? Be like, no, 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 no. I've got yeah, some. Yeah. I've got a list here of only Jack and Dexter questions, actually. <laughs> yeah, we're getting down to brass tacks. This is what we yeah. care about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't. I don't care about that. Tell me, tell me more about working on. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Dexter. That's all I care about. <laughs> all right, you might find that little... refreshing. It may be. Who knows? Maybe you can ask him what his favorite uh, pizza place in Kernersville is and why it's yeah. Mulkies. <laughs> yep. Well, that's where I heard the rumors. Boom, boom, or was it Bang Bang Pizza? That was Boom Boom Sauce, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe it was Boom Boom. Can't remember. Bang Bang Sauce is what you get from the beef pleasure. Yeah, it was a little bang bang out of my mind that night. (laughs) God. (laughs) Anyways. Right, that'll that'll do us for this week, won't it? I reckon. I think so. Um I just want to say uh this vision just came in my head and this is a terrible way to end it. You know what? I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to save it for you when we get off here. I can't do it. All right. A little teaser for you guys. Who knows what Ryan was about to say? Write in with all of your hypotheses. All three of you. Oh, and just so you know, all three of you can write as many as you want. There's no limit. Each of you can write 20 if you want. Anyways. Um, So, yeah. 
Thank you guys for thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for writing your hypothesis for what you think Ryan was about to say. Uh, and Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, any of the other ones you celebrate or don't celebrate. Happy New Year. I don't know when we'll be back. We'll see. <laughs> Sometime um, soon or in the near future. I don't know if this is the last one this year or not, but we'll you'll find out if there isn't one. <laughs> another one so yeah this will definitely be the last one of the year all right well guys thanks for 2023 <laughs> here's to 2024 in our 200 here's... episode 2024 is going to be our year i can Probably. feel it guys thank you so much uh, as we say at the end of this and uh, every episode of almost accurate merry christmas bitches until the next ho ho holidays, folks. Why did I Bye. do that? That was the I last one this year, and I did that. You fucked it. You fucked it. I, you had one I job. Fucked it so bad. Goodbye, guys. Bye, ear. Jake. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was oh, trying okay. to be so quiet because I accidentally closed the chat. I'm like, oh no, Prague is still recording. He's still listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.